Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. After re-watching the first movie recently, I thought I would go back to the film that I remember liking as a kid. The first thing I noticed upon watching this one is the huge tone difference between the two movies. I'm pretty sure that's because the original script for the first one was R-rated and James Gunn was involved with the writing. So that would explain the huge difference. That's pretty much it. The easiest part of this movie to discuss is the casting. Just like the first one, the casting is great. Everyone fitting the character, it's the same fucking cast in the first one, so not any real difference. The best characters are still Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma, and the writers seem to realize this because most of the plot revolves around them, and I'm okay with that, because I'm even with the old cartoons, I was never a big fan of Daphne and Fred. Always Fred the other three, and I think most people do anyway, so not a big deal. The story isn't as good as the previous one, but I do enjoy the homage to the old cartoons by using the old monsters coming to life. I do also like how they have the monsters be real again. This movie also retreads a lot of previous character plot points, like Daphne feeling she's just a pretty face, even though she is useful the whole fucking time. Like, I don't understand this. She kicks ass still. She kicks the shit out of the Black Knight ghost the first time they fight. And she's the one that gets him out of this little cage he gets locked into when they initially go look in a mansion. So I don't understand why she's like, am I just a pretty face even though I've pretty much gotten us out of two major jams already in the first like 20 minutes of this fucking movie? I don't like that. What's the fucking point? No, one, no one's thinking that anymore. Except when she tries to karate kick electricity monster. Why the fuck would kung fu or karate beat electricity? That's a dumb fucking idea. So maybe, just maybe. But that's after, by the way. After she's like, no, I'm not just a pretty face. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and karate kick literal electricity. That's some Goku logic right there. What if I just punch it as hard as I can and I'll fix it? So, like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. Uh, Velma is also nervous around guys again, even though she already did that in the first one. I will say the love interest is much better in this movie. I think it's a lot more believable. Uh, Seth Green actually plays a love interest. I do enjoy him. I like Robot Chicken, and I like him as Chris in Family Guy. Um, yeah, and I like his stuff. That's, that's pretty much what I say. So, yeah, I enjoy that much more in this one. It makes a lot more sense, and it feels a lot more organic to the story. But it makes no fucking sense that she's like, Oh, my God, what am I going to do with boys? I've always just been about science. And I'm like, you did this in the first one. Why are we doing this again? And I will say, though, um, yeah, she looks... She, there's a particular scene where she's in an outfit, and this movie did not help my, uh, my, my liking for um, nerdy girls. That's all I'm going to say. If you know what I'm talking about, then you already know. But if you don't, when, if you watch this movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Another plot point I do enjoy is how they use the, there's a, the bad guy. Uh, he's in the news media, and I like how he manipulates them, like specifically how the people feel about Mystery Inc. through the news and the way that they twist his answers and the way he responds to questions and using his quotes out of context to make people hate them. I think that's an interesting idea, especially since with how a lot of things have been going for, you know, for fucking ever when it comes to politics. So things like that, I think it's interesting. And I'm surprised that they did it in a Scooby-Doo movie. So props to them. It's the only smart writing I ever really get from this movie. So hooray. The jokes 
were definitely a lot more adult from the first one. There were a lot of innuendos that made up most of the jokes. This movie does that a few times. For example, Shaggy being able to find his fans by smelling them. You see smoke in the air, and he's like, Oh, hey, it's the fellow potheads who also like to eat all the time and think my dog can talk and all that shit. So, yeah, essentially, yeah, that's pretty much it. But this movie does much more family-friendly jokes. My favorite scene is definitely when Shaggy and Scooby take a bunch of science potions. Buff Shaggy's great. I enjoy it. I think it's funny. Um, yeah, I enjoy that part, and I would highly recommend it as a funny joke. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, some some of the jokes are really kiddie. Obviously, this one was written in more of the minds of the kids and family involved, so some are funny, but pretty much all the funny jokes are from Scooby and Shaggy. There's a few times where I was like, <sighs> from, from a few of the characters, but definitely Shaggy's the funniest character in this. The special effects have aged horribly. They barely use any practical effects, mainly banking on CGI. And because this came out in 2004, it looks fucking atrocious. The backgrounds are for sure the roughest looking thing in this movie. Yikes. I was, was kind of confused of why this one looked worse than the first one, even though it came out two years later. And, yeah, I, as I'm thinking back, I'm like, you know, they actually did use a good amount of practical effects in the first one. Obviously, obviously not the whole time. I mean, the, the monsters are CGI, and so are the little souls things. But they use a lot of, like, practical effects when they go, when they're through everything else. And they use a lot of CGI in this one. So, yeah. Um, I wouldn't say this one is better than the first one or worse. I think it does expand upon you know what they establish in the first one a little bit it's not entirely the focus so i'm going to give this movie a six out of ten i give it the same rating as the first one the reason why it's the same rating is because the writing isn't as good because they have to retread a lot but there are plot points that are better specifically velma's love interest which they pushed in the first one which did not work and i like the villains more in this one because more monsters i like that part and I like the actors that play the villains, so there you go. And I like that. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. I do think the soundtrack is slightly better in this one. I hated the first one. I just dislike this one, so. It has a few improvements and a few drawbacks, and it comes about the same to me. I think it is slightly above average. I think it is funny. I understand why I liked it as a kid. Some of those kid jokes, I was like, oh, that is pretty funny. So yeah. That's all I gotta say. I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have done a bunch of other reviews. Also, obviously, reviewed the first one. So, if you liked this one, go listen to that one. Highly appreciate it. So, yeah, stay tuned. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, 
Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.